Hello everyone. Welcome to the first session in our new Integrity podcast series, Understanding Integrity. This is a four-part series and it's brought to you via a partnership between the Institute of Public Administration Australia and the Australian Public Service Commission. My name is Rena Broomsma. I'm the first Assistant Commissioner at the APSC and thank you for joining me. I'd like to begin today's podcast by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we are broadcasting from, the Ngunnawal people, and to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge the ongoing contribution that they make to the life of this beautiful country and region. Today's topic is understanding integrity and joining me is Peter Woolcott, the Australian Public Service Commissioner. As Commissioner, Peter has a specific role to play in leading integrity for the APS and I know it's a topic that's of great importance to him. I'd also like to welcome Andrew Colvin. Andrew is a partner at Deloitte Australia, also formerly the National Bushfire Recovery Coordinator and Commissioner of the Australian Federal Police. It's great to have you with us, Andrew. And last but by no means least, Jala Hinchcliffe, Integrity Commissioner and Head of the Australian Commission for Law Enforcement Integrity. Welcome, Jala. Thank you. And Andrew and Jala are also members of our APS Academy faculty for the craft of integrity. We're going to start by hearing from the Australian Public Service Commissioner and uh, Peter's going to highlight for us why integrity is important in the Australian Public Service, what having a pro-integrity culture actually means, and how he leads integrity in the APS. We're then going to open it up with a conversation with our panellists about the importance of integrity in the work of the APS and the craft of integrity. So welcome, Peter, Andrew and Jala. I'm really looking forward to hearing about your thoughts and experiences. I might let Peter start off with, uh, to start first, um, and wondering, Peter, could you explain for us what a pro-integrity culture looks like? Why is it important? Okay, look, thank you, Rena, and great to be here with Yala and, and Andrew. Um, so I think we need, actually need to start with emphasising that the Australian Public Service really has a privileged role in supporting the work of government and in delivering outcomes for all Australians. So ensuring a, a high level of trust, particularly with the Australian community, is utterly critical in ensuring we continue to deliver quality outcomes. And the integrity of APS employees and agencies and their capacity to deliver, I think is central to, uh, to building a high-performing and trusted public service. So integrity in the APS is the pursuit of, sort of high standards of professionalism, both in what we do, but I think it's critically important to also emphasise it's about how we do it as well. And a starting point for pro-integrity is through understanding what our integrity obligations are. But that is, that is only the starting point. Our own individual integrity sort of guides our professionalism. However, a, a pro-integrity culture provides assurances that all APS employees, and I mean all, that's irrespective of level, and their agencies are accountable for their decisions and act consistently in, in the public interest. So that is sort of the embedding of integrity into an agency's culture, where it becomes a sort of core consideration of all that it does. And in a practical sense, this includes everything from the sort of conduct of individual employees to how an agency approaches how it works. So what are the building blocks for a pro-integrity culture? I think they can be framed in, three, in, three, in sort of three silos. First, there's awareness of the obligations for working professionally. 
Second, there's the capability of, of APS employees to identify and work through eth ethical challenges and ensuring they can have or can develop the skills to address these integrity concerns. And that's, uh, remember, integrity is, is a learnable skill. And uh, I think it's very important to understand the higher you go up the leadership ladder, the more complex it can become. And this is where the role of the academy becomes so important. And it's so good to have people like Yala and Andrew as part of the faculty of the academy to help us w work through these, these sort of issues. And then thirdly, there's accountability. That is being accountable for decisions and actions at every level and have the systems for addressing concerns about employees' integrity or conduct appropriately and consistently. So I think a pro-integrity culture is, is really critically important in terms of strengthening integrity culture, which de and it delivers many benefits to APS agencies and citizens. And if you think about them, what are the benefits of a pro-integrity culture? It's better decision-making. It's, it's enhancing public trust in the APS, which is of critical importance. And it's also protecting against misconduct. So a culture of integrity requires a strong ethical values-driven mindset at every level, but it's also exemplified by leaders as well as systems and frameworks that enable and encourage individuals to do the right thing. Thanks, Peter. I really like that you highlighted that it's something that um, is important for all of us. It's not somebody else's job <laughs> to maintain integrity, um, but it's a role that we all have to play. I think that's really important uh, for our listeners to hear. Um, Andrew, you've worked in some roles that demand utmost integrity. Um, what does pro-integrity mean for you? Yeah, thanks, Rena. And, and firstly, thanks to uh, IPA and, uh, and the APSC for the invitation to come along and uh, share some of my thoughts. And it is fantastic to be a part of the faculty with the Academy. Um, yeah, what does it mean to me? I mean, I really pick up on, on something Peter just said before, which I think is so important. It's the how is is often, is always actually as important as the what. And, you know, for having come through uh, a career in policing uh, and then the, the bushfire uh, recovery agency, and now stepping out into the private sector, the thread that, are, that runs through everything that we do is integrity. And it might look different in different circumstances and the context of how that integrity um, plays out might be different, but integrity is at every step of the way. And I think occasionally we can lose focus on, um, on the how because we're so focused on the what at the end of the day. And so I really, I, I really um, you know, want to back in what Peter said there about that. Um, transparency, consistency, behaviour at all levels, all of this is about integrity. And it's not just about institutional integrity. I mean, my, my strong um, uh, focus in this area is it's around personal integrity. If you get your personal integrity right, you get your personal behaviours right, then the institutional integrity will flow and will follow from that. So, um, you know, focus on what you do and what you can control. And I think um, that will bring about strong culture and, and help your organisation. Thanks, Andrew. Um, I guess many of us are attracted to work in the public service uh, because we do want to actually serve the public. Um, um, so integrity is something that, um, you know, it's, it's part of why we do what we do. Um, Jala, I'm really interested in your role as integrity commissioner. Um, for you, why is integrity important? Thanks, Rena, and again, thank you for this opportunity um, to to speak to people and this great initiative. What an exciting month September is um, as Integrity Month for the Australian Public Service. Um, 
integrity, I think, is is so important to all of the work that we do as public servants. Um, it actually is the core of who we are. Uh, if we go back to our APS value of ethical, it talks about the fact that APS demonstrates leadership is trustworthy and ex with integrity in all that it does. So it's it's vital to who we are as public servants. We active with integrity in everything that we do. Um, and one of the issues that I've been thinking about recently uh, has been the issue about um, what do we do as public servants uh, when we see that we've made a mistake. This is what I think is one of the common integrity uh, issues that we come across. Um, in my role, I see a whole lot of integrity issues that are, um, are, are really very, very serious um, issues that go to go to corruption. Um, and often we can think that's really what we mean when we're talking about integrity. Um, but actually, integrity is an issue for all of us. And if we only think about integrity in terms of some sort of criminality or in terms of corruption, then we're, we're really missing the point. Integrity is how we act in our day-to-day -day work. And I think the biggest issue that we face as public servants is what do I do when I realise I've done something wrong? What do I do when I realise I've made a mistake? And a pro-integrity culture is a culture that allows someone to be able to speak up and say, actually, I've made a mistake and here's how I'm going to fix it. Thanks, Jala. And I, I guess that goes to the trust that uh, Peter was talking about that we need to um, project externally. We also need to trust one another internally. And so being able to come to your supervisor and say, I've made a mistake, um, builds that trust. Um, so Peter, coming back to you, um, I was really interested in uh, your role in leading integrity for the APS. So what exactly does that mean? What does that look like for you? Yeah, no, uh, thanks, Rena. Um, I mean, as, as the Australian Public Service Commissioner, I'm responsible for promoting the APS values, the APS employment principles and the, and, and the code of conduct. And they're all set out in the Public Service Act of 1999. So I, I along with other agency heads, have a role as stewards of our agency's culture and across the APS more broadly. And so in this regard, I actively promote and raise awareness on integrity culture. And I also have the responsibility of, of, uh, of, uh, of a code of conduct inquiries into the unlikely event that an agency head itself, himself or herself, has, um, has been accused of, uh, of a breach of the, of, of the code. But it's agency heads themselves who have the responsibility for managing these issues within their own, their own particular agencies. So I have, I have a sort of overall oversight on the culture across the APS, including through the State of the Service report. And in that regard, for example, when uh, David Thody in his, in his um, in the Thody review of the Australian Public Service talks about the need to keep uh, working on, uh, on, on, the, so on institutional integrity, on the importance of, of, of managing integrity in the wider public service, a lot of those aspects will come to me to think through in terms of how, how do we do that and what is the best way of doing that. So I'm also responsible for ensuring the standards and guidance material, making sure they're accessible for all APS employees and agency heads, and of course enable the practical application of the values and employment principles and code of conduct. And as I mentioned earlier, the um, uh, it's a learnable skill integrity. It's um, uh, and so in setting up the public service, the Australian Public Service Academy, which we've done, 
It's all about building capacity. And we introduced mandatory training at the foundational level, and we're working with that at the moment. And so the, the thing that Yala and, and, and Andrew are going to work with the APS, APSC and the Academy is about how do we teach the more um, difficult elements, of, the more challenging elements of integrity in terms of uh, practitioners and, and experts in, in this area. So that's, that's more complex and, and more nuanced. And I'm also very mindful of what I call institutional integrity, which is the integrity of the whole system. It's about our capacity to deliver, because most Australians actually judge um, and trust the public service through their interaction with the public service. The fact that we say what we, we and deliver um, what we say we're going to do. And I think that is, that, that is critical. And so in a way I see there are three levels of integrity. There's compliance, um, there's knowing what, you know, knowing what the wrong thing is to do. There's values, understanding what is the right thing to do. And then there's institutional integrity, which is about that managing the stewardship of the whole system. And this will look different at different stages of a public servant's uh, career. And as people progress through the ranks, they'll have greater personal responsibility for driving integrity culture at an institutional level. And so, as I say, everyone has a role, but that role becomes more challenging as you, as you rise, uh, rise up the system. Thanks. Andrew and Jala, any um, thoughts that you'd like to add to, to Peter's observations about his particular role? Um, I just add one thing to that, which is that um, in the APS we are, I think, in such a um, incredibly um, uh, important position, but also a very lucky position because we are a service that is based on values, um, and and the APS values provide us with a really useful tool to understand the work that we do. And Peter. Uh, is working as the steward um, of a lot of that in his role as commissioner, um, and that that's uh, something that we should, as as public servants, take hold of um, and be excited about and be enthused about the fact that um, that we are part of a service that that is a values based service, and part of our value is that we are that are, that we have integrity. Um, what a privilege to work in a service like that. Well said, Joe. I what a privilege it is. And, um, you know, I think in, in the question of that, how important is leadership, there is nothing that is more important than, than leadership in terms of setting the behaviour, setting the standards, um, not just talking about integrity and the importance of it, but actually demonstrating in your acts, in, in your acts, your words, your deeds, your behaviours, the importance of integrity. Now, someone like Peter is the APS um, commissioner, has a lot of formal leadership in this role, but Everyone in the APS has leadership responsibilities as well in their own context, in their own team, uh, in, in the people that they work with each and every day. So we all have that opportunity to show leadership in our own way, um, to make sure that we are, are inculcating that good integrity culture into every environment that we have around us. And as Peter has said, it will be different uh, as you move through the APS career and you have different responsibilities and you, you might have more senior responsibilities. But it, it falls into all aspects of our roles. Um, leadership is so important. If you look around you and you see people acting in a way that's contrary to your values or your ethics, then you start to question how important is integrity in this organisation? How important um, are values in the organisation or team that I'm working in? So 
leadership is the number one thing that I think um, creates an integrity culture, a positive integrity culture. Thanks, Andrew. Um, I think you, what you touched on, um, I'd like to explore a bit further with all of you, and that's uh, the practicality. So um, how can APS employees demonstrate integrity? What does it look like in practice? And Peter, perhaps you could reflect on, you know, it, as you said, it, it comes from the commissioner through the whole service, regardless of level. Um, what are your views about uh, what, what integrity actually looks like on the ground? Yeah, look, look, thanks, Rena. Um, both Yala and, and, and Andrew have talked about leadership and, and the critical importance of leadership. And I think that that's absolutely right. But even as an individual, um, you can show, you can, by showing personal integrity, you're showing leadership to your colleagues around you. And I think that's also something we've, we've all, all three of us have dwelt on too, the, the importance of integrity at the individual level. And I think that that's absolutely right. As an individual APS employee, we can all play a role in strengthening the sort of the integrity culture of where we work. And I understand that you know sometimes you're going to face situations that involve competing priorities, organisational time pressures, managing the expectations of stakeholders and other challenges. And this can po this can pose challenges in working out the right actions to take. And I think the, the APS integrity framework really does support employees to identify and manage these risks and to make, make the right decision and to work with integrity. And this, of course, is all about helping maintain public trust in, in APS agencies and, and their employees. And if you look at what the APS integrity framework is, as I mentioned, it's the, it's the values, it's the employment principles, and it's a code of conduct. And they really do establish, I think, a very high standard of professionalism. And, and, and obligations on APS employees that you need to comply with. So it's important that uh, you understand this framework, but it's much more than just a set of rules. It sort of underpins the philosophy that shapes our culture and our operating ethos, and also reflects very much public expectations for the conduct of public servants. Uh, and it's about essentially good governance. So, um, as public servants, we're sort of bound by the code of conduct, but um, the key integrity drivers are things really like which uh, you know, their transparency, it's honesty, it's good process, and it's evidence-based decision-making. So we'll come back to that sense of institutional integrity. And that is all tied up with leadership at, at the senior level, but also at the personal level. And uh, as, as part of the sort of as part of part of your agency. So just to sort of tie all that up again, let me come back to sort of what I call the, the sort of the bedrocks of all this, which is, you know, building uh, an awareness across all levels of integrity culture. It's enhancing the capability, which I've talked about, and it's also about ensuring accountability. So there again, the three bedrocks, but they do come back to some pretty fundamental individual characteristics, which, uh, which you know, uh, need, to be, need to be nurtured. And I've got to say that I think we, we do a good job in the public service around integrity. There are, you do read about issues, but they're not systematic. I think there's a very strong standard of integrity in the public service and lots of checks and balances. And obviously, uh, Andrew was very much part of that checks and balance and, and Yala is very much part of that checks and balance. And I'm involved with, in an organised little group called the Integrity Agency's Head, which brings together a whole range of, uh, of agency heads who are deeply enmeshed in the integrity issues. And we, 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 toss, we toss a lot of ideas and thoughts around 
in that about how to, how to keep how to keep vigilant. It's it's uh, as I say it's a process where um, you, you just need to keep um, keep massaging, keep moving, keep developing people in terms of how we handle integrity. And I've got to say I'm very proud of the way the APS actually manages these issues at the moment. But it, it's constant work. Thanks, Peter. Looking at the time, we're, we're coming to the time to wrap the conversation up, but I just thought I would hand um, back to Jala and Andrew for some uh, final thoughts and comments. So, Jala, would you like to go first and just, I guess, um, continuing that theme about, you know, what is what what practically does integrity look like and uh, what you'd like to leave with listeners today? Um, so I, I like to go back to what the definition of integrity is. Um, the Macquarie Dictionary talks about integrity as being honesty. Uh, so if we think about it in that way, then really integrity is about doing the right thing. And how we can demonstrate integrity in our jobs every day is to do the right thing. Um, and that can be really straightforward and simple, um, particularly at lower levels in the APS where it's about applying rules and understanding how they work. Um, and that can become greyer as we get move through our career and we have to make some really difficult decisions. Um, and one of the things that Andrew and I have been talking about in terms of the APS Academy is about the APS Academy being a space for people not only to learn the rules but also to have a space to be able to um, work through a safe space to talk about how you make those decisions, those really hard decisions in the grey areas and how you show your integrity in those, in those decision-making processes. Thanks. And over to you, Andrew. Yeah, um, thanks, Rena. I, you know, I, I guess when I reflect on integrity uh, and I think about when I've seen mistakes made or problems developed, I always bring it back to small moments matter, small things matter. And most big integrity breaches can be traced back to small integrity breaches or, or small moments where complacency set in. And complacency is probably one of the biggest enemies of integrity. We, we just get comfortable. We, we settle for the status quo. It's always been done that way, so I'll just do that as well. It's simpler for me just to do it that way. Um, and that's understandable in time-pressured environments, and the APS works in a time-pressured environment where we have to deliver, but delivery doesn't come and shouldn't come at the cost of integrity. So I, I, I encourage people just to think about those small moments, um, the, small, the small things that you see that you wonder, whether that conflicts with your own values set, whether you think it fits with the values of the organisation you're a part of or the broader public service commission. But not everything has to be um, a combative approach. There's plenty of people out there within the APS that you can talk to. There's there's official organisations, there'll be people within your own department or your own agency that you can talk to. Or along the way through your APS career, you will collect people that you trust. They may not be in your team or in your agency. They'll be people that you've come across in your professional life. And these are the people to go and talk to, to go and test your thinking of what happened, to, to challenge the system, to ask questions, to be curious. Um, it requires you to be courageous at times, but again, you don't get a second chance to preserve your integrity. So it's important to get it right. Um, yeah, I think Integrity Month um, for APS is a, is a, is a wonderful thing. Um, I'm excited to be a part of it with the APSC and with Bajala and, and the team. Um, and the, the opportunity we have now to help lift the tradecraft of the APS across a whole range of, of um, capabilities, but with integrity as a core of that and seeing integrity as not a thing that you have to do or that you might do at the end or, yeah, I've got to tick those boxes, but see it as a core capability 
Uh, and I think you're going to deal with most of the problems that will come along in any professional career um, in the right way. Thanks. How lucky we are to have uh, three really experienced senior leaders um, across the APS and even our private sector now um, sharing thoughts on, on integrity. And I really wanted to thank um, all of you for your time today. Um, I guess for me personally, if I could summarise some of the things that I've heard and that I'll take away with me, it, it's up to public servants and public service leaders to build awareness at all levels of what it means to work with integrity. And uh, it's it's not one person's job, it's everyone's job. We're, we've all got skin in the game. And um, I really appreciated, you know, Peter, you were talking about that we can learn and grow in this space. And it's important that we embrace lifelong learning. Uh, we can hone our skills, we can um, become knowledgeable. And, you know, uh, when those moments arise that you were speaking of, Andrew, we can um, we can draw on uh, what we've learned to apply in those instances when we're, when we're working at pace. Um, the other thing I, I think I've heard is that we need to ensure the accountability for decisions and actions at every level. And, and we need to make sure that there are systems in place to address concerns. Um, so it's important to have an environment of trust where you can put up your hand and say, um, you know, I need to talk to someone about this um, or I, I have to raise some concerns about somebody's integrity or conduct in an appropriate and consistent way. Um, so, look, I've really benefited from uh, having a chat with you today. Thank you so much for your time. I think the examples that you've provided are really relatable to all of us and I know that listeners will take away what they've heard and will be able to think about this in their work going forward in the coming weeks. I would also like to thank you for everyone who's joined to listen. Um, thanks for taking time out. Um, I hope you got a lot out of today's session. Um, thank you again to all our panellists and um, goodbye for now. The Integrity Series is brought to you by the Institute of Public Administration Australia and the Australian Public Service Commission.